Welcome to Now It's Viral, Catholica Martin Club's podcast. My name is Catarina Adrenaira and our guest today is David Mota, CEO and Executive Board Member of Luis Vicente Group, a recognized group in the fruit and vegetable sector. He holds a bachelor's degree in management by ISCTE and a master's in international business by Catholica Lisbon, where he is now a professor. Additionally, he is also the co-founder of Associação Acredita Portugal, an NGO supporting entrepreneurship in Portugal. Welcome, David, and thank you so much for accepting our invitation. It is a pleasure to have you on our podcast. Thanks a lot, and thanks for the, the invitation as well. It's a pleasure. So I'm going to jump right into the questions. You had an interesting professional path with experiences in banking, consulting, entrepreneurship, and FMCG. Could you start by elaborating on this? Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, thanks again for the for the invitation. It's a great pleasure to be here with you, and I would like to congratulate you for the initiative. Thank you so and much for uh, trying to connect the academic world and the, and, the, and of course the professional the professional uh, side of the of the market, and to pursue to to learn more of uh, from the market and try to connect the academic issues with the with the reality out there. So I, I did my master degree uh, here at Catholica, um, and so then I, I when I started my career. I always try to, to be um, very happy at work and for me happiness at work means that I, I, I like a lot to be challenged every time and I'm really a doer, okay, so I like a lot to make things happen and so I always try to, to have projects uh, which can challenge me and at the same time there are projects that, can, that I can make things done. Uh, and so I like to I like to make mistakes, and so uh, by making mistakes I I learn more and I get more you know uh, uh, trained for the for the life not only in the professional but also in the in the personal way of uh, of living, and so I am uh, also during my my academic career. I, I made a lot of uh, internships in different in different areas to understand what were my 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 main interests but also to test myself and also to actually uh, bring the academic contents into the real life of a of, of job and so this was always my intent um, and so far i i am privileged to to manage a, a portuguese family-owned company uh, Grupo Luís Vicente, uh, which is a relevant player in uh, in the fruits and vegetable sector in Portugal, but also we have uh, operations not only in Portugal, in Spain, in Angola, in Morocco, as well, and we export the Portuguese fruits to all over the, the world, and it's a great pleasure for me to 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 have this opportunity, and actually to be able to work with uh, I, I would say like the primary the primary sector, which I think it's uh, it's an important one not only um, for the economy of, uh, of every country, but also uh, in order to find solutions to promote uh, healthier um, food habits in the, in the habitants, in the consumers, because, uh, I don't know if you know, the average consumption of fruits and vegetables in Europe uh, per capita is uh, lower than it should be, and so one of our uh, aims is actually to contribute and to find solutions, innovative products, in order to contribute to a healthier, uh, a healthier uh, uh, food habits uh, for the, of the consumers. Okay, I think a very important thing you said was that error is not a bad thing. 
Uh -huh. I sometimes in my life I I feel like if I made an error, I feel bad about it. But uh -huh. it's only to learn. So I think it's it's really important. Uh, it's really important because uh, the best way for you to learn is by making mistakes. You know, and since you start do doing something, you will make mistakes for sure. That's a guarantee from the very beginning. And so this is very important. Um, because learning by doing mistakes it's like the same of learning by doing because doing means that you are going to do good things and you are going to do bad things you are going to take good decisions and you are going to take bad decisions and this is an assumption of the, of the game and so being aware that making mistakes is something very natural and something that uh, uh, will happen for sure uh, what you have to do is, is to be uh, very aware uh, and comfortable with this, with this reality and to um, learn very quick, okay? The most important point is to learn very quick, not only with your mistakes, but also with the mistakes of the others. And so I think uh, learning from your mistakes, it's very basic. Learning for the mis from the mistakes of the others, it's another step. And uh, I think it's, uh, it's also very, very, very important. And so not only uh, uh, learning, but also sharing, you know? Because by sharing uh, a certain problem or a certain challenge, you will be uh, closer to the solution. And you feel better in the way that probably the people that you are sharing uh, the, the problem with, uh, most probably this, this person will, will be facing the same challenge. And so that's, that will be you know, a kind of a, of a, a release in terms of the problem, of the problem solving uh, challenge. Exactly. <laughs> Frubis, a brand of dehydrated foods owned by Louis Vicente Group, is already present in more than 10 European countries, including Spain, Germany and the UK. It aims to be a national and international reference for the development and production of new vegetables-based food alternatives that facilitate access to a balanced and healthy diet by creating a basket of tasty, fun and innovative products. In 2017, the brand underwent a repositioning, including a new slogan, a obvious, a fruta, or it's obvious, it's fruit, new packaging and the new introduction of flavors. How can the need for repositioning be assessed and what are the main factors that lead to a successful repositioning? Um, first of all, I think um, you have to to understand and to know very well uh, your target consumers, okay. Uh, and although you can ha you can you know have a very clear statement of your brand uh, proposition, okay. Sometimes uh, it can happen kind of a mismatch between what is your aim and what is the the, the brand positioning that the consumers have in their mind. And so you have to be very coherent between uh, uh, the communications that you use off and online, the, the packaging, you know, all your uh, offline and online activities to promote the brand, to, to engage the consumers uh, in the point of sale of the, of the products. And so, and sometimes uh, it can happen, and it was the case uh, of, of Rubies, uh, that not only the packaging, but also the way we were communicating, communicating this new way of, of uh, this new way of consuming fruit, was not very clear because we were um, kind of, of, of uh, putting the 
the main message not on, not in the in the content of the product but we were claiming uh, more uh, the snacking and less the fruit and so what we changed is that we we with this uh, you know uh, repositioning we uh, tried to to place uh, fruit as the first message that we were communicating and uh, in order to to i mean to change uh, the main claim which was in the beginning this is a snack and by the way this is fruit and now we change for this is fruit and by the way this is a snack okay and so this is a fruit snack and most of the products they they are 100% fruit okay so there are no ingredients no other ingredients uh, but the fruit and so our main objective was really to place fruit as the main i would say word or message of our communication in the in the packaging in the website social network etc uh, and this is was very very important to to teach consumers about our products because the packaging was not self-explanatory in the beginning and so it was pushing it was designed more to compete with uh, with uh, fried potatoes or cookies or whatever and it was not uh, communicating okay how natural was the product and it was not communicating at all that the content of that of that pack or of that snack was fruit and so we changed mainly uh, because of the of uh, to the, the main aim was actually to put fruit uh, the fruit snack in the in the in the very beginning of all our communication um, and i think it was very important in the process you know of uh, of teaching the consumers about this new category because we are talking about a, a new category i would say a baby category in terms of the life cycle of a, of a, of a product and so if you if you go like five or six or seven years ago no one was aware of what was a fruit snack of what was a dried fruit snack a dehydrated fruit snack and so in this process we uh, we had to invest not only in the in the brand but also in the category and a huge part i would say a huge part of the of the budget that we spent of the activities that we have done so far the main focus was to uh, was the category meaning we were uh, the main aim was to i would say push people to try the product to feel the the experience you know and after the first trial a significant part of, of the of the consumers they 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 like they like the product and they appreciate it and then they keep they keep consuming and so sometimes in the in a in a brand launch or in a category new category launch it can happen that the consumers they don't understand what you are doing and in the first two years until 2017 we started in 2014 until the first three years of the business we were kind of feeling that that, that that was kind of a mismatch between the expectations that we uh, uh, defined for the for the brand and the 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 way that the consumers were were understanding of the product and so it was the, the main and nowadays it's pretty usual to see fruit snack fruit snacks in vending machines it is 
uh, it is and so I always say that uh, competition is healthy is healthy for any sector or any category because we, we have a competitor a direct competitor uh, which is very I would say uh, also aggressive in terms of communication in terms of distribution uh, distribution strategy very aggressive in the in the gas station vending machines you know or ECA or ECA channel and so uh, whenever we have a competitive also very active it is positive for the category growth, you know, uh, and sometimes there is this 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 idea that it's not good to have co huge competition. I think that it's good to have a great competitor, a competitor that, that, that can be able to challenge you, that can be able to 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 think twice before doing something. Uh, that is a challenger, or meaning a competitive, a, 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 a competitor that can be able to to. To, to have you bad nights uh, at, uh, and bad, bad nights of, of sleep because you are always thinking of what to, what can you do uh, next in order to 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 conquer more you know market share and so yeah so <clears throat> what impact did this brand repositioning initiative have in the success of your international expansion exporting fruit snacks for us um, was always a a priority you know because we, we do a lot of international fairs uh, not only in Europe but also for instance in Dubai uh, at Gul Food uh, which is an important food uh, food fair internationally in international food fair uh, with a huge presence of uh, the Middle East countries uh, Asian countries etc uh, and for us exporting was always a priority what we have done so far to to win to enhance the you know the the the, 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 the exports was to identify uh, specific partners in each country which can help us understanding the needs and the needs and meaning the preferences of the of the consumers and also to identify the best way to approach the market the the, the, the you know the the, the go-to market strategy because you know we can sell directly to a retailer in Germany it's possible we do it we can sell directly to a retailer in Spain and it's true we do it to more than one to three or four big retailers in Spain for instance but in Spain as as we have also in Germany we have a specific commercial partner which is able to not only to speak the local language and to be better engaged with the buyers you know, but also to to know the to know uh, the details of the distribution system of the of the way of the be best way to promote the products, of the best way to manage the products in the point of sales in the stores, and so, or either we have a direct commercial partner, or alternatively we have kind of a distributor, uh, which have stock of our products and then they manage the the products and the brand uh, as it was uh, their brand you know you touched on our next question ah, sorry <laughs> but it's it's totally fine we should uh, i will ask you anyway because i think you said consumers in each country are different and it's the center of the strategy but you how important are the cultural differences assuming there is cultural differences 
between the consumers in each country when pursuing an international strategy? I think it's key for every brand uh, because the the main our 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 innovative strategy of innovation um, is always centered in the in the target consumers. You know what I mean. And so you have to know very well who are you targeting, uh, when, where, and how they consume this type of products that you are that you are offering. Knowing that, you you will adapt your commercial and promotion and distribution strategy accordingly to this to 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 to, to the reality of each country. And in in this case, it's not only uh, placing the products, you know. Uh, because sometimes it's more or less, I would say, easy when you have a new product to place the product in the in the in the shelves in the point of sales. But then you have to uh, sell out. You know, it's this is about sell in, and I mean sell in by placing the product into the shelves of a certain retailer, whatever. And then there is a second challenge, with, which is making the clients or the consumers to buy the products. Okay, and so there are always two steps. First step, okay, I want to get listed. Okay, imagine that you want to, to target uh, the UK market. Okay, I got listed in at Morrison's, which is a significant player in the retail. Okay, fine. But after six months, these guys will ask you for performance. Okay, hey, you, uh, you, you sold me 10 pallets, whatever and I still have in stock nine, what's going on? So your product was so fine, but we are not able to sell it. And so it has to be a combination between uh, distribution and promotion, okay? It's like the marketing mix, the, the place and the promotion, uh, and of course then the price, but place and promotion, they have to be very well aligned uh, each other. Okay. Okay. In 2019, you have ambitious plans for innovation and development. You plan to drive your expansion not only through research, reaching new geographies, but also through expanding your product offer in current geographies. So, how did your monthly sessions of Funilde Innovação work? And can you explain what Funilde Innovação is for our listeners? Yeah, Funilde Innovação... Um... It's uh, a monthly session that we do with the, the different departments in the different areas of the company. Okay, so we bring together the commercial team, the operational team, the quality team, the marketing team, the financial team, the financing team, you know, uh, in order to bring ideas into the table without criteria. Okay, so we have a certain stage in which we, um, in which we try to, to listen everyone. You know, and to and to write ideas uh, without any type of criteria. Okay, for instance, let's launch. Why not to launch uh, uh, dried apple together with uh, walnuts? Okay, it's just for example. Why not to have um, strawberry coated with pink chocolate? Because pink chocolate uh, uh, is now you know getting uh, more. Uh, uh, popular, more popular. Okay, this is an idea. Let's do uh, dried uh, strawberry, which is one of our top sellers. And I'm sorry uh, because I, uh, I didn't bring any 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 samples. 
Um, uh, why not to have a dried strawberry uh, coated with pink, pink, pink chocolate? Okay, this is an idea. Second step, um, operational viability of the idea. Is it feasible or not? Third step, uh, we kind of do, uh, if the idea is feasible operationally, we kind of do a, a tasting session of, of different samples, okay? Then uh, we do it, the tasting session internally and externally as well. Then we kind of do a, a PNL, you know, of the of the new product or whatever. We do a PNL to 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 try to see if this is viable uh, economically, okay, in terms of the cost of production, in terms of the uh, availability to pay for this product that that we measured in, during the interaction with the potential buyers, okay, because you know pricing is very important and it depends. Uh, you know the three the three C's uh, the three C's strategy to define the pricing. So uh, first C costs, costs then uh, clients and then competitors. You know, and so we always try to to analyze for every product the cost of production if there are direct or indirect competition, and, and, and then we see the, the 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 price that the competitors are offering. And third, um, the availability to pay. Uh, of our target consumers and then all together we see that this if this is or not economically viable and if is all of these steps are okay okay we go to launch new products all right and so this is very important not only to launch new products to find new ways to communicate to to change the the a certain packaging in order to have the for instance the proper claims and one example we since two years ago we have the kosher certificate which enables us to sell to, to kosher markets. Um, uh, and the kosher world uh, is uh, very significant uh, and is growing a lot in terms of consumers that are only allowed, I would say, to, to have kosher certified food. And we, and we have this certification. And so for certain markets, it's very important to have in the packaging a very readable, uh, sign that this product is kosher certified for instance or another example uh, a sugar-free a sugar-free claim uh, non a non G GMO uh, claim is also important as well and so packaging products communication ideas to different ideas to to, to, to do activities with the, with the, with the, with the consumers and so this is all issues or, or, or say subjects that we discuss in this in this funil universal and the main inspiration for the idea was actually to to use uh, the knowledge of our teams to put it together um, in order to 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 at the end of the process to to, to have a solid solid ideas and solid in, in, initiatives and we just saw this in our marketing class the new product development the uh -huh. team based work it's all uh, you just said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, how did the pandemic and changing consumer habits change your approach, which is yeah. very likely to to happen you know, in this time? There is the, there are two as you are learning, there are two ways of consuming uh, this type of snacks, or either uh, you buy to take home, or you buy to to for immediate consumption, or to consume on the go. Okay, and what happened 
with the pandemic uh, situation was that the on-the-go consumption or takeaway uh, on-the-go or immediate consumption uh, almost stopped. Huh? So what happened was that most of the consumption during this certain period was made at home. And so this means that uh, accordingly to our strategy of Frubish, which was, uh, you have this claim of uh, uh, we want this product to avoid uh, excuses to not consume fruit. Because, you know, uh, the fruit consumption, uh, the fruit consumption uh, recommended by the World Health Association uh, is uh, 400 grams per day per capita, okay, 400 grams of uh, fruits and vegetables, which is approximately, in the UK, they, they claim this a lot, uh, five uh, doses of 80 grams, okay, which add, uh, which sums up uh, 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 400 grams. And in reality, the average consumption is approximately 40%, 40% of this recommended consumption, daily recommended consumption. Which means there is a lot, a lot to do, and so the main aim of these fruit snacks is actually to bring the fruit to locals and moments in which you were not used to have fruit. You are used to have different types of snacking, or either the salty or the sweet snacks, or or, or, or whatever. And so the idea was actually to 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 bring the these fruit snacks. Uh, to your work, uh, to your, as a, I would say, a complement for your lunch, as a, as a short, you know, uh, as a short um, snack for you to, to, to consume in the, in the breaks, or when you go home, or when you come to the school, or you come to, to work, or before training, or after training, you know. And as those moments almost uh, significant part of them uh, with the pandemic and, 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 and all this specific situation disappeared, okay, uh, we suffered a little bit in, in this business. Now the business is actually, is actually uh, going up again as the life uh, get back to, gets back to, 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 to normal, normality. Um, and what we did actually uh, was to 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 make more pressure into the into make into put more dynamic into the retailers, okay? And so we offered more promotions, discounts, uh, and we tried to increase to kind of compensate the our sales in the in the retailer channel in the in the in the, in the retailer channel. To compensate the loss of sales in the in the other in the other channels, and so this was uh, more or less our our, our strategy. Yes, because when you think about vending machines and snacks, it's often sweet options, yeah. very unhealthy. So yeah. this is a very nice objective to have yeah. to put fruit in our in our lives to have a healthy diet. Yeah, that was the actually the main the main the main idea. I always remember. That if you if you really analyze the products that are available in a vending machine, for instance, and in the past it was it was worse, and if you are picky choosing your your the pro, your products, you will un conclude that uh, there was no product that, that you can say okay this is 
I don't like to to use the word healthy because healthy is something uh, subjective because what is healthy for me cannot be healthy for you and so I I, I prefer to say uh, equilibrated uh, equilibrated uh, food habits or food decisions and you have to take your food decisions accordingly to your to yourself you know and you have to know what is good for you depending on your habits and your in your daily routines if you have uh, you know a huge activity or not if you are more uh, doing like a, a seat job uh, you know and so uh, what we always tried I would repeat again the main aim is to bring the fruit uh, in a practical you know funny we try to be also funny um, but mostly practical way uh, of, uh, of, of that you can have fruit and most of the products they are actually 100% fruit which means that you have no other ingredients and so this is fruit that is only um, dehydrated through a very natural process so it's like uh, hot uh, air and low moisture level inside a tunnel in which the fruit is approximately there for five, four to five hours and at the end of the process the moisture level and the water activity of the apple for instance is so so low that the fruit gets crunchy and you and you can have fun moving on to 2020 yeah. where you accepted a new challenge and became the ceo and executive board member of revisent group so congratulations thank you by the 30th of january the world health organization declared a global health emergency by March 11th, COVID-19 became a global pandemic. This unforeseen event was disruptive for pretty much every company in the market, as you said before. So how did you react to being faced with such a disruptive challenge just a few weeks after accepting the role of CEO? Um, you know what? Uh, the fruits and vegetables sector was uh, in the good side of the of the of the story in this uh, pandemic situation because uh, there was two two explanations first uh, because the take home consumption increased um, and so um, we don't have we still don't have concrete statistics but when we when we got them, I think we will see that there was kind of a a, a temporary increase uh, in the consumption of fruits and vegetables, and so and specifically people were trying to value more the domestic products, you know, the national products, um, and so I cannot be uh, negative. In, business speaking okay uh, in in the business way of the uh, 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 you know in terms of the of the business we suffered of course but compared to other sectors uh, we were much more protected okay uh, and so I cannot be I don't feel good to be here you know crying saying it was very bad at the end of the day we have to what we uh, <clears throat> what this crisis allowed it to uh, allowed us to to do is to be more assertive and pragmatic in the business decisions, okay, 
uh, and so we 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 took this this we took the advantage of, of, of during this phase to kind of uh, you know go for a restructuration of the group, uh, not only in terms of the way we were organized, but in terms of the of the teams, in terms of the business strategy, in terms of the um, you know, uh, markets that we were addressing in terms of the portfolio management that we have. And so it was a moment that we uh, used to be more uh, pragmatic in the business. And so uh, I cannot be, you know, very uh, negative. I cannot be either very positive. Uh, what we had to do at the end of the day was we have to be very, like, faster. Uh, and more assertive in all the in all the business decisions, uh, and I think we 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 now uh, have uh, better perspectives, uh, not only for the for the 2021 which is finishing, but also for the for the coming two or three years. Uh, result as a result of this uh, of this phase uh, that we try to use uh, in a positive way. Okay, uh, and so I. From my perspective, towards uh, a, a crisis, we we can look at the bad side or we can try to look at the good side. Uh, and as a manager, you know, of this group, uh, I always try to push uh, for the positive things that we can uh, take advantage out of a, a situation like this. And externally. In terms of the consumption, um, we were not so affected. Uh, there was into 2020 kind of, a, of also some increase in the average price of uh, uh, of the products, you know, kind of an inflation, um, temporary, uh, which was not bad as well because we were able to to value more the products uh, and we were able to pay more to the to the growers because this is kind of a, of a of a, you know of a, the value chain is that there are you have the growers you have the distributors and then and then you have the the, 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 the retailers and so uh, we have to see uh, all the phases and when we are able to to kind of sell with a higher price we are able to pay more to the to the growers as well to the growers of the fruits and so this was positive at the end of the day all companies had to make changes of course and so for Fubis, part of the brand strategy in terms of distribution was to present in impulsive purchase channels and vending machines. How did you adapt this strategy to face the new movement restrictions imposed during the COVID lockdowns? And how was the process of finding new ways to reach consumers? Uh, as I told you before, um, we tried to push the, the, our, our clients uh, in, the, in the, the retailers, not only in Portugal, but also specifically in Spain, uh, to have, you know, more dynamic, okay? So we offer them discounts, we offer them promotions, uh, we offer them, we try to develop also, we uh, just before the, 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 the pandemic situation, we, 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 we were launching two new products, um, this, the, the soft, the soft dried ones, mango and pineapple, and so then we use these two products uh, to try to 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 engage more with the with the, with the consumers to place the product into into promotions uh, to offer this kind of 
three for one or 50% in the seconds, you know. Um, and so overall, uh, what we tried to do was, I think, very similar to, to other companies which were in the same situation like us. So we kind of have 40 or 30% of our channels like stopped you know, distribution channels, they, they stopped the operations. And so we have to look into the others, other, the, the, the remaining part and try to push as much as possible in, in the remaining part. And so we indeed, we, we, we this year, we are uh, growing in sales, uh, not only compared with the 2020, of course, it was easy to, to grow, but compared with, 20, with 2019 uh, at Today and we are still missing one month and something. We are uh, pretty much in the same volume of, of, of sales uh, now, which is I think uh, a good a good sign for for our for our for our business. Okay. Okay. Great. So in addition to being the CEO and executive board member of the recent group, you also have an entrepreneurial side. You are the co-founder of Associação Acredita Portugal, an NGO that aims to foster the entrepreneurial scene in Portugal and helps build opportunities. I think our students will be very happy to know more about this association. So what sparked the idea? Uh, the idea was uh, originally f uh, from a very entrepreneurial guy uh, who is uh, uh, Miguel uh, and Miguel is the, the founder, the main, the, the, the main founder of, uh, of this association, and uh, the main idea uh, was to allow uh, all the Portuguese, uh, all the Portuguese people, independently of the education, of the you know, of the backgrounds, to be able to develop their ideas and to see if these ideas uh, can uh, become a project or meaning a business. And so uh, the idea was so simple as that, okay? Uh, we see uh, by statistics and some studies that uh, there is kind of a, of a general uh, unsatisfaction uh, of people in the jobs, and if you see um, studies from United States, you see that, you can see that 70% of people are not happy in, the, in their jobs and sometimes they kind of, of have an, uh, of an idea, but it's not, we are not trying to, to, to sell that any idea can become a project. And so what we are trying to see is that if you have an idea and you want to develop the idea, we can, the association, this association can help you out developing the idea, um, testing the idea, and after a certain process, uh, you can conclude if this idea can turn into a business or not. Uh, and then uh, there was an ecosystem of, uh, of other organizations which were there to help guide the, the, the project to, 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 get, to come true. Uh, yeah, and so this, this was the, the, the pretty much the, the main idea. To give opportunities. Yeah, uh, not only to make push people to dream, but also uh, dreaming is not enough, okay? You have to, to, to look into the details, you have to see in the reality if this idea can be a, a business or not, you have to test, you have to listen to the targets, the potential consumers, you have to see if you have uh, the skills 
uh, needed to, to create a business, okay? Or if you have to, 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 to create a team, and if you have to create a team, which are the roles that you, and the and skills that you have to look for to complement you uh, as the business leader, because we are humans, so we are not, we are not, uh, we are limited, okay? We are not perfect. Uh, and so we, we have uh, strengths and weaknesses. And so in every team, the team is, uh, the team is, must be designed to complement each other. Um, and so sometimes uh, people have, they have an idea and they think that it's very easy. Uh, but when they are in the, in the process, uh, they by themselves they conclude okay uh, it's better to 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 wait it's better to it's better to to analyze better it's better to find a team you know uh, and we are not trying to sell the dream that every dream can 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 be can come into a into a business but what we try to sell is that okay we have a a, a, a certain a certain process a certain tool a certain amount of tools that will help you out to develop and to see and to test your idea. It was the main, the, the, the main. Now, an okay. answer I think we are all expecting is what, in your view, are the key skills that a Catholic student entering the job market in 2022 or 23 should invest in in order to succeed? This is not easy. Um, I think. Uh, from all the answers I have been giving now, I would give you an answer probably unexpected, which is during the academic, this academic period of your life, you should try to expose yourself to the most quantity of different experience of different experiences, the best. Okay, uh, meaning you are part of this marketing Catholic club. Which is, which is very good for you to, to, to learn and to feel and to, to live the academic experience uh, uh, differently, okay? And so I think the, the, the more different or complementary activities that you can do, the better, okay? Because to, to attend classes is okay and you have to have a good performance in the classes, of course, in the, in the, in the, in the courses. And this is, I would say, the basics, okay? If you want to go, uh, I would say, deeper into the, into the academic experience, you have to do much more than attending classes, okay? You have to do sports, you have to travel, you have to learn new languages, you have to make part of clubs like this, you have to, to, to do, uh, I think, as much as possible, because, you know, in this in this phase you have two things first you have time because you all you only have four hours of classes and secondly you are the only uh, you are totally uh, you have the total ownership of this time because you don't have to you are you don't have a boss I would say of course uh, your boss can be your parents because of course they are paying or, or not you can be uh, you can be working you can be working and you you might be paying your 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 uh, the tuitions but um but you don't have a boss you are working for yourself during these four or five or six years okay and so during these five years or six years or four years 
you should, you must do as much as possible apart from attending classes. And this is, I think, very important to what? To know yourself. And the better you know yourself, the, the better uh, decisions you will take in the future, not only in the professional way, but also in the in the in the personal way of uh, the personal side of the of the of life. Remember, you have the day is twenty four hours. You have four or six or five hours of classes, so you have twenty hours remaining. You can you have to sleep seven or eight, so you have uh, twelve remaining. Uh, and more than that, you have I think four months if you have great performances in the in the ta in the tests the evaluations I think you will have uh, four months of, uh, of free time four months without without classes four and four months it's approximately 25% of the year and in this 25% of the year you can do whatever you want so please don't waste time so here you have the final advice from Professor David, and now he's very afraid of our last question. <laughs> but we have to finish the episode with a famous last question. Okay. What is your personal brand's identity, and what brand represents the best? You can take it wherever you want. Okay. So, you know, uh, I don't like to talk a lot about me, but uh, I think I already uh, told you um, I consider myself a doer. Okay. Uh, and there is uh, this very famous guy, Walt Disney, uh, who has a quote uh, saying to start doing something, you should quit talking and start doing, you know, you should quit talking and start doing. And this is all about it, you know. Um, and so I consider myself really a doer uh, and my motivation and my happiness uh, in, the, in my life is is actually making things happen uh, in all the in all the in all the perspectives and so i want to do much more not only in the professional side of my life in the personal side of my life i have um, have uh, i have two kids okay uh, two baby girls uh, which make me uh, so happy as well and uh, and yeah i think this is it Professor, thank you. thank you so much for all your insights. Thanks. I think this was a great episode. Thank you for being my first guest on the podcast. Thanks. To everyone listening, I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day and see you next month with a new episode.